Welcome to the Hustle Class Podcast. We have a quick disclaimer. All material presented within Hustle Class LLC is not investment advice, but for educational purposes only. Trading involves risk and you are solely responsible for your investment decisions and assume the entire risk of any trading you choose to undertake. Owners of Hustle Class LLC and its representatives are not registered as security broker dealers or investment advisors, either with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority. Please utilize a registered investment or financial advisor to make any financial decisions. If you choose to invest without seeking advice from such an advisor or entity, then any consequences resulting from your investments are your sole responsibility. By utilizing Hustle Class LLC in our content, you are indicating your consent and agreement to our disclaimer. Hello. Now I want everybody to just close their eyes real quick, unless you're behind the car and you're behind the vehicle. I want you to just close your eyes real quick. I want you to think about the journey it took for you to get here, where you are in life, the trials, the tribulations, I mean the joys, but the sadness, um, the people you left behind, the new faces and spirits you met on the way, um, where you currently are, the things around you, what makes you happy right now, what you enjoy. I want you to think about the future, what's in front of you, what you're working towards, the goals and aspirations that you have, attainable or unattainable, what keeps you going, what keeps you pushing. I want you to remember those things that keep you on this path, that keeps the hustle and the grind going so that you can get to where you're going to get and feel accomplished and feel satisfied. And even though we know that a lot of hustlers are truly in love with the journey, we know that there is still some sweetness to the destination. Open your eyes now. I just want y'all to have a quick little word, you know, meditation moment. Thank you for tuning in to Hustle Class. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you tuning in and, you know, getting these gems, um, lots of gems being dropped. uh, And I'm glad to just give it out. Um, every single week. And so one thing that, you know, is an issue with this podcast at one point in time was consistency. But, you know, grinding and hustling, you make it happen even when you can't. You just make it work. And so that's what we're going to do with this podcast. It's going to be here every week. We're going to make it work one way or another. So that's how we come in. Um, I hope everybody's had a great week so far. It's the middle of the week. I have had quite the hustlers week. Um, I've been getting five hours of sleep each night. I'm probably going to get five hours tonight. Um, the thing is I took, I took my hustle up a level. Um, plus it's probably my busiest week of the month at work. So, you know, cranking up your hustle a notch while increasing workload on in your nine to five, right? Actually these days I work nine to nine almost, um, in itself is, you know, quite damaging. Um, it's just so much to do. Um, but we make it work one way or another. And so, yeah, um, that is how I wanted to, you know, start this out. Um, And another thing that I wanted to start out, which is not usual, but, you know, I kind of wanted to, you know, spice things up a little bit. Before I even get into the bag of, um, you know, stocks in the market and hustling in general, I wanted to touch on um, lyrics from a song that I have in my playlist. So I actually have a motivation playlist that I listen to pretty much every day. Some of my favorite songs that help me on this on this upward trajectory that I'm headed on, you know, Um, and I decided, you know, every day on the podcast, I'm going to shuffle 
I'm going to press shuffle on my playlist, find a song and find something profound in it that I that I see and just expound on a little bit and why I find it's at such a profound like bar or verse within the song. You know, these are hustle this is hustler music, you know, literally. Um so um this song that I have today um is called Black Boy Fly. Um it's a bonus track over my favorite um rap album of all time in my opinion, um Kendrick Lamar's um Good Kid Mad City. Um, when I heard it, it literally changed my life. I was like, whoa, this is such good art. And it really gave me a, a love for rap music. Um, so, yeah, um, Black Boy Fly. It's another song that I also used to listen to a lot um, back um, in college when, you know, I was um, studying for those late nights. And the reason why I can, you know, sleep at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and wake up at 9 a.m. just hustling and grinding is because that was what I did in college, you know, to get through a rigorous engineering course while having three jobs and being on two boards on in different organizations and things of that nature um you know it's it's by no means easy but I made it work and so I'm just you know getting back into that bag um but yeah I used to love listening to this and a profound um bar or set of bars in it that I really um wanted to expound upon um was the part when um you know Kendrick Lamar was talking about um, you know, survivor's guilt, um, and not necessarily, you know, cause survivor's guilt is two-sided, right? There's the survivor themselves, um, feeling like, you know, they're the only one who made it out of the trenches or out of the gutter, right? Out to where they, you know, ended up and they left people behind and other people couldn't be as successful. But on the other side, you have the people who weren't as successful and they're looking and some of them have animosity and hate and some of them just have the sadness of the fact that they won't be able to make it out the way the other person did right that's sort of like depression like dang i couldn't make it out um so you know he starts he says when two brothers making it out had never sounded logical three making it out now that's mission impossible so i never believed the type of performance that i could do I wasn't jealous because of the talents they had. I was only terrified because they would be the last black boys to fly out of Compton. And then he says, thank God, because, you know, he was thinking that, oh, you know, these guys are out. I'm stuck here and, you know, I'm stuck in my mess. Um, but he actually made it out. So that's why he ended that with thank God. And, you know, I used to love listening to this just studying because it was like, um, you know, I, I would I came here for a purpose. I've seen people be successful getting this degree or, you know, just making it out the sense of, you know, making money, taking care of my family and those hopeless times when, you know, you just late night grinding and you're like, man, I'm, can I pass this exam? Do I do I have enough information to to do well? Do I have the grades to pass the class? Um, do I have the accolades to get the internship? It's just it, it was just something that was always in my head like, man, will I be able to make it out of where I'm at? Um, and I worked my way to it. And then even now in the grind, it's kind of like, you know, I like to say like I played, you know, me playing in college was me playing at that college level. But once you get to the league, right, the real world, the game changes. So now that I'm in the real world, it's like, okay, well, I still, it's it's kind of like those same feelings at a different level. Am I going to not make it the way I see some of my mentors and things making it in, in their rights and stuff like that? Um, so feeling like some people survived or some people made it out, but you might not have that opportunity. You might not be successful. You might miss the mark. Um, so I just wanted to encourage everybody to, you know, continue to grind it out, work hard. Um, you know, there's, there's what I've, one thing I've realized is that there's room for 
um, everybody to eat, right, in a lot of these scenarios. So just keep working hard, keep doing what you love, and keep hustling hard, right? So that's a song that I wanted to talk about, and I did that. So now we're going to go into um, markets, right? So like I was talking about last week, a lot of people were concerned about the redness in the market. They sold off a lot of their positions. They got hit very hard. And, you know, a lot of people said, forget this stock stuff. And lo and behold, you know, today's been, this week has been a green week, and everybody's like, I love the stock market. I'm making money again. And it's like, I mean, you took an L last week, and you're taking dubs this week, so it feels like you're winning. But in reality, um, all the stock market did was balance. I mean, you lost. You won back what you lost, probably. It's just like a rebalancing act, right? And, you know, Oftentimes, people say, don't be too emotional when it comes to the stock market. I mean, you know, when it when, when it matters and truly counts in the stock market, the, the emotions don't do you anything positive. Like, they don't help you. You have to think of things from a logical perspective. Um, the stock market is ones and zeros. It's numbers and data. And you have to think of it as such. It doesn't love you. You can't love it. Um, it's a matter of making the right decisions and leveling up your, your portfolio and making some money. Um, you know, because money is going to be a great tool for you to be able to help your family and other people throughout life. So I want to make sure we're thinking about this critically and we're thinking about it from a data standpoint and thinking about it logically. So if you're feeling a little too happy about the market this week or you felt a little too sad about it last week, please consider this. You are over emotional with the stock market. You're treating it like it's a child of yours, a parent of yours, a loved one of yours, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband or wife, somebody you have a crush on, somebody who doesn't text back. You're treating the stock market like it's a person or it's people. But in reality, it's numbers and it's data. It's a computer. Um, you know, when I turn my when I press on my MacBook, it turns on when I click a button, it does what it like. it's it's a machine. The stock market is a machine. You have to be able to use it. Um to your own benefit and treat it as such, you know. So please, please, um, when you get overexcited, you tend to over leverage, meaning if you're going into these positions, you start going in with more money because you feel a little more confident. You know, you, you have to stick to protocol. If it's only if you're only risking about a hundred dollars per whatever, make sure you maintain that, right? And things of that nature. So yeah, but today, um, one of the things that went exceptionally crazy was Boeing. Um, Boeing's been doing really, really well this past week. And um, at a macro sense, right, a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, tech is getting hit. Like, Apple's doing bad. This is doing bad. Well, if you think about it, during the pandemic, right, all of these tech stocks saw, like, really, really great returns because a lot of people were like, these tech stocks can literally function in the absence of, you know, life as we knew it before COVID. When that goes away, these tech stocks can still run. Apple can still make lots of money. Twitter can still make lots of money. We're all home. Zoom is going to do well. So that's where the, a lot of the focus was. But now that things are sort of transitioning where it seems like people are going to start traveling more, getting out there, you know, going out to eat at restaurants and being more social because a lot of people are getting vaccinated, um, it looks like things might might change. So, you know, you see a, a stock like Boeing going up $100, It's it, it's not... You know, um, it maybe didn't go up a hundred dollars, right? I'm, I'm, I want to say it went up a a lot of percentage, but I don't know if it did a hundred. I think I'm confusing it with Tesla right now because Tesla was up a hundred and twenty five dollars this week, um, but um, I don't think Boeing went up a hundred dollars. But Boeing is doing well. All the airlines are doing well. The cruise lines are coming next. 
um, oil and gas because, you know, all of those, the airlines and the, you know, cruise lines and people who are going to start going to work again are going to be using gas and oil uh, before electric vehicles become a popular thing, right? Like in, in reality, because right now it's popular in terms of media and stocks and stuff like that. But is it popular in reality? I rarely see an electric car on the, on the road personally. Maybe I just don't be around a lot of rich people, but, you know, I don't see a lot of um, Teslas on the road. And I don't I don't think I've ever seen another car on the road that wasn't a Tesla. So that just gives you perspective. Um, So, you know, we're, we're, we're going to see where that goes, where things head to. Um, but that's just, um, you know, food for thought. So we see what people call an industry shift. So a lot of airlines, uh, and cruise line companies are doing really well right now. And that's because, you know, the, the, the idea of us going back out and just being, you know, outside, as we like to say, is looming. So they're starting to, you know, get, get their weight up in terms of their stock prices respectively. So, yeah, I would say, you know understand what's happening at a micro at a macro level you know sometimes you're looking at something like it's a great company why isn't it doing well it might just not be in season for the price to reflect how great the company is um you know it might be time for another sector to have a little shine um so just keep that in mind as you're trading as you're investing um once again i'm dollar i'm dollar cost averaging down I'm on a lot of my positions. I'm just kind of relaxing. Um, like I said, there's a lot to do for me and like outside of the stock market. So I've been kind of trying to, you know, handle those hustles. Um, but, you know, definitely I'm going to be doing some more and more hustle talk as time progresses with more and more different topics. Just bear with me. And, you know, I hope you guys have a good um, week of trading or investing. I hope you have a great week of knowledge and learning And I hope that you share this podcast with somebody who you feel it might help out in any way, shape, or form. Always feel free to reach out via email. Um, You know, that's a a luxury that we can all afford now. But like I tell everybody, my my consultations were free at one point, right? But as time progressed, um, my time became a little more valuable, right? Lots of learning, lots of knowledge, and other things to do with my time to increase my capital where, you know, having certain conversations like what is a stock might not have really been the best use of my time without compensation since, you know, I could get that elsewhere. Unless, you know, of course I'm volunteering, but if I'm volunteering, let it be volunteering, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, but, you know, that's down a rabbit hole. But to say the least, um, you know, right now the email is in the bio. Like, you know, you can email the podcast any questions and anything of that nature and you'll probably get the answers you're looking for um there's going to come a point in time where either the email is just not going to be in the show notes or i mean it's going to be pretty generalized in a way where i mean you probably can't ask certain specific questions via email you would just have to book a consultation so please um i would say when things are free take advantage of them you don't have to have all the information you don't have to know exactly what you're doing but when something is free it isn't bad to tap in. Um, you know, there's there's a guy that I that I booked a consultation for, right? Um, it was like fifty dollars for fifteen minutes. Sounds ridiculous, right? But let me tell you, the knowledge I got in that in that meeting is is knowledge that I have that I haven't even used yet, but it's so valuable to me that the moment I decide to tap in that $50 worth of a 15-minute consultation is just going to milk me all types of return. Um, and that's just the honest truth. Um, so, you know, just even if you don't have all the details, even if you don't have everything square, 
a notepad and a pen works perfectly fine. And while things are low cost, low barrier of entry, get that information. You know, you could even, you know, book a consultation with me and say, hey, Jermaine, what are the five most important things you think um, are, what are the five most important things I should keep in mind when I'm investing in stocks independently? Or if I'm investing in stocks, use my financial advisor or whatever the case may be. But you can ask these type of questions and get all this information based on my plethora of learning. Because at this point in time, um, I was talking to somebody the other day, I spent about, um, I spent over 5,000 hours um learning stock stuff, being in the stock market. Um, it's relatively easy for me to answer a lot of questions in regarding stocks. Um, it's kind of become a hobby of mine, even though, like I said, I, I don't love the market. I don't treat it from an emotional perspective. Um, but, you know, we all start that way. But it's nice for somebody to have the knowledge now and tell you, hey, don't treat it too emotionally, even though that's your, you know, in your nature. And, you know, we can even get into that bag a whole nother time. Why um, a lot of people are so emotionally attached to money and human beings and in our relationships with money like why do we have such bad relationships why do a lot of people especially minorities have such bad relationship with money where the emotional attachment to it is so great um especially when it comes into a investing sense because you know investments are really logical like oh i put my money here it's supposed to make me money because x y and z right so yeah but I'm glad that you all tuned in. Um, I have a call with my good friend Eon in a little bit. He has the Forever Slow Stroking podcast and he has a Forever Slow Stroking stock group and he has his own consultations and he is an exceptional mind. I mean, this guy is a walking genius. Um, he has, you know, so much knowledge about the market. I know he's also spent over 5,000 hours in the market. Um, you know, maybe could even be more. It could be 6,000, 7,000 hours. I mean, this guy is like a terminator when it comes to stocks like he executes you know seamlessly and is very intelligent when it comes to the market um you know we always bounce around ideas we'll critique each other he'll say this i say no but this i'll say this he'll say no but this great energy transfer bouncing back and forth and we get money together and so that's that's great you know two young guys out here getting money together you know they don't want to see it but we make it work um so definitely um reach out to him or, you know, tune into his podcast. But me and him are actually about to go over some stocks for the stock group. If you want to get into the stock group, feel free to reach out. And, you know, we're going to look at some of the plays and some of the action that happened today and also predict what we want, where we want to put money based on certain factors and what we think things are going to shake out to be um, in the near future. So, yeah, I'm about to talk to Eon. It's been real. I appreciate everybody who listens. Once again, share. Um, subscribe, rate the podcast, um, and I will talk to you all next week. All right. Bye.